1: It's
0: very important to me. It's something that has connected very much with my performance and my teaching as well. Um, And uh, it's a way of really connecting with the past and the present and offering um, a wide perspective on something that's a very meaningful tradition. Um, So when I first started, the question that sparked my interest was uh, really quite simple – What makes a performance memorable and how can musical meaning be conveyed without words? Um, Basically, uh, what I discovered is that music is fundamentally related to language. Um, So first and foremost, through its purpose of communication. And then I looked at the influence of uh, classic rhetorical devices in piano music, showing parallels with language. Um, I also showed how dramatic and poetic elements translate to musical form and content. And um, actually, one of my favorite topics is the changing view of emotion through the ages. So, for example, in the Baroque era, the accepted doctrine of uh, affections um, meant that there was a range of universal affects. So this meant that musicians were trying to craft um, and deliver a piece of music that would awaken specific emotions in the listener So then later on, we have sentiments who then evolved to the concept of feelings and feelings are unique to each individual. So the idea of mixed emotions, for example, uh, really only came about in the Romantic era. So understanding how the emotion was viewed can help performers today to get closer to the music and achieve a more authentic performance. So that's important to me, both as a performer and as a teacher. And so the aim of the book really is to provide an accessible view of the interdisciplinary nature of music as it relates to language, literature and philosophy and performers are translators of this two dimensional score, you know, we just see notes on the page and we have to bring them to life. And so that's really what the book is about.
1: And Gabriella, for yourself working on this book and pulling it all together, did you learn, like, what did you learn that maybe you mightn't have known before you, you sat down to do this?
0: suppose it's just how uh, wider than uh, music um, you know the the thought food for thought I suppose it's a lot of food for thought Um, the composers themselves spend so much time thinking about life thinking about meaning thinking about expression and emotion thinking about you know the journey of an individual and the life experience and how that then translates to what a musical piece might look like and you know personal expression and all of that so I feel that's really very relevant both to us as performers and to our audiences because uh, we're trying to constantly communicate something um, and that's very much related to life experience so it's bringing you know books and literature and philosophy and you know other things into I suppose the mixing bowl that is (laughs) preparing a performance uh, beyond the skill level, which is also very necessary of the technique and um, learning how to physically play the instrument and how to, you know, use the optimal energy for a particular movement so that it's, you know, both sustainable and and works really well with with the music. So it's all related, really.
1: (laughs) And I know it was launched recently at the MTU, the Cork School of Music. How has it been received? What kind of feedback have you been getting?
0: So I suppose I was very honored and humbled by the fact that uh, Barry Douglas, who is um, an international pianist and probably world famous, he actually uh, agreed to um, launch it. And he read it cover to cover before the launch. And he told a beautiful story about how it um, influenced his own playing. And he was somewhere in... Uh, the Southeast performing a concert and his manager came afterwards and said oh you know your playing tonight was incredibly fresh and you know has there been any anything new and then he said well I've just finished reading this book and it really influenced me and you know made him reconsider I suppose the way that he approached music making and that was very um, deeply meaningful to me and also the launch was a really beautiful occasion with lots of colleagues and students and friends there um, and um, so now I'm getting constant discussions about the book and signing that And, you know, so that was really lovely. And also I had the opportunity of traveling. So I presented it in Copenhagen at the European Platform for Artistic Research and also in London at the Doctors in Performance Conference um, in August. So it's been also now received internationally. So it's making its way through libraries and other conservatories.
1: That is brilliant. And Gabriela releasing and I suppose writing a book of this nature, was it always something that you kind of had, you know, in your mind that you wanted to do?
0: Um, I think it's just for me the finding out about the music and you know what was behind the score as well as what the composers were looking for and what the performers were looking for was always very interesting and so I always wanted to go beyond these boundaries that you know are in a sense artificial between playing and composing and writing about the music and teaching the music and it's all really interrelated and you have a much uh, bigger picture perspective, um, if you look at everything. So then I started um, looking at primary sources, what the composers have to say, um, what do they think about how their music should be performed. And um, then I started collecting all of these insights. And then in the book, basically all of these are connected. So the, the book is quite accessible because it has a lot of um, stories and also um, context about the um, composer's life and, um, different things like that. Um, so I think it's quite interesting to have everything in one place in a way, you know, from, from this perspective of performance research, what is now called performance research.
1: And for people who would like to get their hands on a copy and to read it much like Barry Douglas did and, and maybe let it influence their style, um, where can they go about doing that?
0: So the book is available on Amazon and also from the international publishers Peter Lang. Um, So and really all you have to do is uh, Google the art of the unspoken uh, with my name and um, you should get a link to buy it.